Hello there. How are you? Welcome back and happy 2022. This is the Africa Climate Conversations podcast, a weekly podcast dedicated to bridging climate communication gaps in Africa. I'm your host, Sophie Mbogo. Now, I'm hoping you had a blissful break like I had. Oh, I really, really needed it. I really did. First, my sincere apology. The plan was to roll back last week. Oh, but a terrible flu had the best of me and stealing away my precious voice. And I really hope that this doesn't happen again. Now, I have a lot in store for you this year. My plans and hope is to have more content from other parts of Africa and more voices from different countries as well. Yeah, and basically to move this conversation beyond a podcast to the YouTube channel. But for now, Africa's growth has been accelerating for the last 20 years. Now, this is perfect and beautiful, right? Before the COVID-19 outbreak, Africa was on track to more than triple its population this century. Well, this growth is excellent. It brings with it enormous air pollution challenges. And this is where I want us to start our conversation from this year. The thing about air pollution is that it is one of the most significant environmental risks to health. The World Health Organization reckons that reducing air pollution levels can reduce the burden of diseases like stroke, heart diseases, lung cancer, chronic and acute respiratory diseases, including asthma. So we will investigate different sources of air pollution that includes industries. Here we will explore clean technologies that are helping reduce industrial emissions from various countries and threats industrial pollution poses as nations develop and recover from the coronavirus pandemic. While here, we'll talk about improved management of urban and agricultural waste. By the next three years, that is 2025, municipal solid waste generation was projected to double from 125 million tons generated in 2012. Now, are African countries still collecting 55% of their solid waste and disposing 90% of this waste in uncontrolled dump sites and landfills? What sustainable waste management, reduction, separation, recycling, reuse, and biological waste management solutions are being implemented in different parts of Africa? We will tell you about them, trying as much as possible to cover on-ground solutions. It is documented that most African households still cook using traditional biomass like charcoal and kerosene. Research by the International Energy Agency shows that depending on the COVID-19 recovery, Sub-Saharan Africa will likely see more than 1 billion people in 2030 go without access to clean cooking solutions. In addition to that, the number of premature deaths linked to indoor air solution will continue to increase by over 500,000 people by 2030 again. So here we will explore policies put in place in different countries uh, to improve access to clean cooking. We will also feature existing solutions and the challenges facing access. On this series, we will also talk about pertinent issues in Africa on transport. The use of used cars often imported from different parts of the world. Most of these cars are often of poor quality and they fail roadworthiness tests in exporting countries. A report by the UN Environment shows that the European Union, Japan, and the United States of America exported 14 million used light-duty vehicles worldwide between 2015 and 2018. Now, 40% of these imports went to Africa. 
The used cars, vans, and minibuses are hindering efforts to combat climate change and are increasing air pollution. We will explore policies and regulations governing the quality and safety of imported used vehicles and rules of enforcement in different African countries. We will also talk about vehicle emission standards for used cars in Africa and solutions for effective regulation of import of used cars. Before we end up this series, we'll also talk about how African cities are at risk of turning into urban heat islands as the population grow and more spaces is required for the rising urban population. Why is it that as cities grow, they trap more heat? How does it increase cities' energy cost, air pollution levels, and heat-related illnesses and mortality? What are the solutions as the continent grow? And finally, let us not leave behind a subject very close to my heart, marine plastic pollution. The International Union for Conservation of Nature, IUCN, says that at least 14 million tons of plastics end up in the ocean annually. With over 300 million tons of plastic produced every year, why should you be conscious of the plastic you use? How does it affect the marine ecosystem? How does it come back to what tables affecting food safety and quality, threatening human health and contributing to climate change? That is just a synopsis of what the first series will be about. Tentatively, it will run for three months. That is between now until the end of March, possibly. If you're implementing a project in any of these areas, please write to us using info at africaclimateconversations.com. Or in case you have a question or would you like to contribute to the series, also feel free to write to us using the same email, info at africaclimateconversations.com. Remember, Africa Climate Conversations podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, Google, and every other podcast channel you access your other podcast from. We also have tons of materials for you available on www.africaclimateconversations.com. So please feel free to also visit that website. Also, please engage with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Now, I will see you next week on Tuesday. But until then, kwaheri, my name is Sophie Mbogwa. Thank you.